Welcome to the season finale of Big Boys. Join us for this ultimate finale as we go to war. Trojan War, that is. The 1997 teen comedy starring Will Friedle. Find out what we enjoyed and why we think he deserves a much bigger career. All that and more in this season finale of Big Boys. Prepare to be mesmerized and or mortified. Well, what's happening there? Old Souls here had him something that. You son of a... Ah, yeah, clever. Kind of soft and only like in one ear. I had a nickel for every time I heard that. Look at those boys, ain't they? With Brian Hickey and John the Great. Hello again, and welcome back to the tenth episode, the season two finale of the Big Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Hickey. With me, as always, my cohort, my co-conspire, my man, the one, the only, the john the great john how are you uh you know what i'm actually all right it's been an okay uh early afternoon wow no. all right did yeah. you hear that ladies and gentlemen for the first time in two season finales john is finally all right we did it J- just all right let's not get carried away no i wouldn't dare yeah you know that's actually a personal theory of mine in general i try to be very selective when i say things like i'm good I'm great. I'm I'm well, you know, well is, you know, but because my thing is like every time you ask people and they're like, oh, I'm great. And it's like, really, you're great. Like, like that's better than good. Yeah. yeah. Good is already good. Like it, it's more than just, OK, it's good. And you're great. And sometimes, you know, people like to jazz it up with like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm fantastic or I'm okie dokie or whatever, you know, and it's like. And- I'm just assuming you're like you're putting like your your hand to their chest and stopping them dead in their tracks in this transactional conversation. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're great. No, I usually let it slide. But my thought is because sometimes people make the comment when I say I'm okay, and they're like just okay. It's like yeah, just okay. Like I mean, I can't complain. It could be a lot worse, and I'm not gonna sit here and you know piss them on up one side down the other. But it's like, are you great? What happens then when you are great? Something you're like. You're on vacation and like maybe you finally got to go to Hawaii and you're you get to see like or here's one you you travel up north and you get to witness in person the Aurora Borealis. Well, you've already ruined great. <laughs> you're taking great down a peg. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it's good for vocabulary. You can find other words, but it's good vocabulary exercise. But, you know, I let's just have some perspective is all I'm saying. I always enjoy the saying, though, too, of like being miserable means that you're pissing and moaning like who knows maybe you're, you're pissing and you're having a great time moaning like you know there's there's several variations of moan like you could just you know wake up in the toilet uh yeah wake wake up on the toilet uh wake up and go to the toilet you know just like ha- having a, a a thorough morning urination of, of you know yesterday's uh you know liquids that you, you stored up from sleeping and then you just whoa i'm pissing but I'm moaning in ecstasy. Whoa. Actually, I would think a lot of us have actually probably done exactly that. Like we really got to <laughs> yeah. go and just, oh, I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I, mean, I know I have to, to, 
to be world hear my moan yeah although i mean now we're getting into like an etymology discussion though of like like just the simple phrase of like pissed off like where did that you know yeah look at us using big words etymology like pissed apology and piss (laughs) man we are we are coming up in the world this podcast was originally going with it was last night i cooked a pork tenderloin in the uh instant pot which i've been given to understand is actually the leanest cut of pork so there you go health for the win and uh no granted i have mashed potatoes with it but still you know it's it's a vegetable Right? I guess technically, yeah. I think yeah. that's like one of the, I mean, next to uh, deep frying it, I think that's like the most unhealthy way to have it. But yeah, well, you know, you, you, you had a, you got to have a side, right? You got to have yeah. sides. Yeah. And I had some okra unbreaded. So, you know, there's a green oh, vegetable bro. there. You ruined the milk. That's cool. <laughs> but um, no, what I was saying with that, that turned out well. So then today I get up. Uh, so for like a breakfast slash lunch, uh, mm-hmm. reheated some of those leftovers, fried a couple we, eggs. This is for I think they call that the brunch. Yeah, but I feel like brunch has connotations. You know, right, like you gotta have you gotta have a hat and mimosas. Yeah, and mimosas and stuff. This is just the first meal of the day. It just so happened to be at like noon, and yeah. so. Do you have uh, yourself a brunch hat, John? Yeah, warmed up some of the rolls I had. You know, I mm-hmm. sliced that tenderloin. Then you put some of those fried eggs on there, so you got like a Shit. a McGriddle right. kind of thing, or or a, I guess a McMuffin, but but it was pork but on better. there. Better, yeah. yeah, it was but better, yeah. That sounds awesome. So you know what, I'm doing all right, yeah. Yeah, just all right. Yeah. 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 This is a slight upgrade from okay. Yeah. Well, I uh, I just woke up a little bit ago. Uh, I did a a swell piss and moan, um, and then I um, fair enough. I had myself some gas station chicken from the gas station uh, across the alleyway here from my house. That's and, a choice, uh, yeah. It is, man. And you know what? Like, I can't say just for that reason that I'm doing any better than all right. Because, like, I, every time okay. I eat that chicken, like, I, especially because one time I went in there, uh, like, this past month, and that is, like, a good portion of my diet, I'm not going to lie, is these little gas station chicken nuggets. But one time I went in there and I saw them throwing away all the chicken. Like, oh, sorry, man. We we had a bad batch, and I was just all I could think was like, well, how far back does this bad batch go to? Because this has been my diet <laughs> for like yeah. bro, the past few months, and uh, but here I am, still going in and and uh, purchasing the chicken and consuming it. Hey, you didn't and, like, get poison, so yeah, it just makes me think of that scene in Lethal Weapon where uh, you know uh, Mel Gibson's got the gun to his head and Danny Glover has to like take it away from him last second, like Jesus Christ. You really don't give a shit, do you? Yeah, and like, and like, like his thumb gets caught in the hammer, and like it's literally yeah. last second, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know they are crazy, aren't you? So I just hear Danny Glover's voice every time I go in there and buy this chicken. Dude, we might have to do a Lethal Weapon episode. Oh, we sure, for sure should. Yeah, yeah. Like Let's, the, yeah. Right now, let let thinking about it, thinking ahead. Christmas time, we do episodes on Christmas action movies. Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, there may be others. Fuck, buddy, that's not a bad idea. I was just thinking because, you know, this is our finale for season two. I wanted us to come back and do a bonus episode on Halloween. And then maybe we could do a, even, you know, another bonus episode around Christmas time. And then, you know, come back for season three in the new year, you know? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, maybe. 
but that's yeah, not that a would be Christmas cool. Film. No, is Lethal yeah, Weapon yeah. or Lethal Weapon Two the Christmas one? Uh, Lethal Weapon One, the first one. Ooh, all right, yeah, and Busey, right? Busey's in yeah, the first. Yeah, Busey's in it. Oh man, that's such a, that's a that's a fun film. That's a good one. Yeah. You know, you know what? I'll well, save that discussion for that episode. But yeah, 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 I'm looking forward to it. Mullets and cowboy boots. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Speaking of mullets and cowboy boots, as per our discussion in the last episode. I I began watching Boy Meets World. Did you? Yeah, and you know you got the character Mr. Turner on there who has a mullet and cowboy boots. And Shit, he's you're right. Cool. Yeah. He's the cool teacher. He rides a motorcycle. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he does. Now that you you pointed out, he does kind of look like you know if Mel Gibson was uh, trying to be the cool teacher. Yeah. In Boy Meets World, yeah. And uh, that's that's yeah. I never put that two and two together. From the years of about, give or take, like, 86-ish to about 97. So there was, like, a good, depending good on technically you define it, 9 to 11-year yeah. period in there where that was cool. Like, like the, the, the cool rebel-type guy wore had, like, that kind of haircut, and he wore cowboy boots, possibly snakeskin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's what we call a badass, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's what one could aspire to, you know. What else did you uh, did you do to gear up for our, our Friday finale here? I did. I watched Trojan War. Yeah, yeah. I, watched I actually watched myself. it immediately once we got off last episode. Yeah, same here. Like I was gonna say, I was gonna, I planned to rewatch it again, but then I had shit to do. But I did yeah, get same. it. I did give it a one, a one through, and uh, I took some notes. This was the first yeah. time for me. So yeah. Well, I, I like I watched it, and like I feel like we were probably kids like we were probably teenagers the first time i stumbled upon it like uh on like a movie channel or something like that and uh you know so it, it was basically it, it felt very much like a first watch for me as well um i just remembered lee majors was in it and uh oddly enough which um i don't think it's been you know since then it's been kind of looked at ironically but i remember uh out cold was kind of you know a, a hit at that time yeah with and, uh, you know, Lee Majors kind of had a slight little comeback from that film. And so they were starting to, you know, show like other Lee Major projects as well. We're talking about the Million Dollar Man, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. I always got to look up his face. I can never remember. I always get him confused. And they, even though they're nothing alike, but they both have the first name of Lee. There's what was his, like Lee Norris or whatever, who played Minkus in like season one of Boy Meets World. Oh, I didn't know that. I just assumed yeah. we were talking about like maybe a sibling of Chuck. No, huh. I think know, that's maybe. his last name. Yeah, because isn't um, well, yeah, that's it. The guy that like directs like ninety nine percent of most of Chuck Norris's movies is his brother, and I think what is his name like Michael Norris or something like that. Oh, he was like a producer on Walker. There was I think Aaron Norris. Maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but this is not Minkus is not not a descendant not of Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I didn't realize until just now, I googled to make sure I had his name right. He was on One Tree Hill from like 03 yes. to 2012. Yes, he huh. was. Yeah. So his career didn't totally die. I'm kind of all right. That's cool. Know. Good for him. Minkus lives on. You yeah, know, Minkus might, lives on. He might still be doing some other stuff. Um, but yeah, before we get into um our uh our Trojan War and uh just the different research I did on uh. And on Will Friedel, let's uh, um, conclude our, our opening wrap-up with John. What's new with you? What's new with your junk? Well, I already gave you the pork tenderloin story. That was good. 
Mm -hmm. And how did that affect your junk? Oh, well, well, not exactly that junk, but I did have to take a a large uh, pass, a large amount of excrement earlier, trying to say that as nicely as possible. So you went poo poo. Yes. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah, there, there's not a whole lot else, really, you know. Ah, sorry, I had to had to pull a little JTG there and drink a soda and. See, I and I'm going to be cool yeah. about it. I know you need to stay refreshed. No, did everything but chew on ice cubes. Matter of fact, uh, I'm going to turn it so we can't see the brand name. But then I'm gonna... smart man, now he's learning. There we go. <sighs> Refreshing. Yeah. Well, so I um, yeah, as I, uh, we went back and uh, we watched ourselves the Trojan War. Uh, I went back and uh, just kind of just caught up on all things Friday. see what he's up to recently. Um, I, I did go and watch the um, Critical Role thing, which okay, I, I didn't watch that. All right. I couldn't really get into it, but I honestly think it's right up your alley, man. It's essentially just uh, and I don't know that he's like the center of it. It's um, he's just part of it. He's just part of it. And uh, but it's it's essentially like a, a group of voice actors that get together and play Dungeons and Dragons. It's a hit thing. Like they got millions of followers on there, so you know. But uh, I'm, you know, I'm not a, a D and D guy, but uh, you are. So well, you know. I mean, I've played it. I wouldn't necessarily go so far to say like I'm a fan, but oh, okay. th that's a group activity. It, it's one of those things that like it's as fun as the people you're playing with, in my opinion. Right. And so he's got like a little mini um, YouTube series he does on there called Mini Prime Time. Which is fun for about the first three minutes, and then they kind of actually get into the the whole concept of the show. But it's kind of um, you know he he is like a the host in, uh, in the first few minutes, and just you know playing little goofy jokes and stuff on the on the guest or whatever. Which he's he's still he still got it. But then of course by uh, before the end of the um, episodes, they're like twelve minute episodes or whatever. They're they're just painting miniatures, and it's just like okay, well that's when you you lose me. But I get it. That it's a niche market that they're going after like miniatures i guess for the D, &D uh characters that they use yeah and i'm trying to find there was another movie that you were talking about it was around the same time i want to see where he was like trying to date the president's daughter i think it's called the president's daughter i thought it was first daughter but i'm looking Maybe on imdb I and i don't see it credited so we'll just google oh it definitely comes up when you google them but so he's doing that and uh, he's very heavily into the voiceover world. I um, I went and watched a um, he does a podcast with uh, his uh, Kim Possible star um, and Christy Carlson Romano. That's her name. Um, the uh, older sister from Even Stevens. Yeah, man. Okay. I yeah, yeah. I and I went and watched um, and so it was actually pretty funny. I, I only watched uh, one episode that they've done, and it was uh, apparently it was their first live episode. And they uh, and it was funny because I had just watched the trailer before watching this episode and the, in the trailer. They go on about it, like, oh, this is this is fun for the whole family. The whole family can tune in. To, and in the live episode, they're interviewing Billy West and um, which is, uh, you know, your guy there who uh, is Fry and all that other. Oh, yeah. He, he's an amazing voice actor. He's fantastic. But he's also just a great guest because he immediately makes it go blue. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like, uh, <laughs> supposed to be a family friendly show. And he's just, you know. 
talking about people committing suicide and uh, he doesn't care. Like, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's great. Fantastic, you know. I mean, what, oh. was on, what did they expect too? He was like the guy was on Stern forever, you know. Yeah. So, speaking of that, have you watched any of the Hulu original reboot of? Uh, I guess it's a requel. It's like a continuation of uh, Futurama. No, we we talked about this a little bit before. Um, but I, what I, I have been meaning to mention to you is that uh, um, I do enjoy the um, uh, at the signs that they had um, going around uh, my neighborhood. Where it was like the, um, where it was basically they made the same joke that I did, of like the um, tune in for the uh, the reboot of the reboot of Futurama or something like that. I can't. Yeah, I'm butchering the joke, but essentially they very much uh, were making fun of the fact that this is you know like the third time it's been you know picked up. So uh, yeah, yeah, they, they especially in that first episode, like the first ten minutes are just cracks about all that and. Oh yeah. Yeah, and Fry decides to start watching a a, a a streaming platform called like Fulu or something like that. <laughs> Obviously, nice. yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be Hulu, and yeah, yeah. Okay, so that that one with him we were saying was uh, so first daughter was a movie, not the one we were thinking about. That one had Katie Holmes. Ah, uh, okay. This one was called My Date with the President's Daughter. Exactly That's what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, I guess, a Wonderful World of Disney original. So it wasn't like a standalone movie. It was just. So it was like a TV, Disney TV movie, probably something for the kind Disney of, channel. Because like when you look at his credits, like like it, it shows it as a series, even though it's an hour and 30 minutes long. It'll it like IMDb calls it an episode. And when you look at his mm. credits, the reason I wasn't seeing it is he's just credited as being on the wonderful world of Disney. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. Once again. IMDb does not always get it right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, we went back. We uh, we checked out a lot of old Friday stuff, uh, mainly because you know we wanted to go back and uh, figure out how we're going to get this starring vehicle for him, and uh, you know, a, a, a new sitcom where we can be, um, you know, like his uh, his goon type characters or someone who works for him, you know, like his lackeys, if you will, side characters in this uh, this sitcom that uh, you know. Seek that's on surface, uh, you know, it's supposed to be about Will Friedel, but then you know we seep in and kind of become the stars of it, and he's uh, you know just a a titular character, and so I, I asked um, <clears throat> Chat GBT to write us uh, uh, the first uh, opening scene of a show that I'd like to call um, "Fuck Me, It's Friedel." Okay. And then, of course, fuck has got like an at symbol where the uh, U is. So it's like, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I sent you an email uh, for this script. So look that up. It should be from my um, my <clears throat> pick up a J one email because um, I couldn't get Hickey BJ by itself because I guess there's somebody else with uh, Brian James Hickey. Who really needed that that email account? Either that, or there's someone out there that just thinks they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's possible, you know. It's funny because, um, you know, I, I, as far as Brian Hickey's go, I may not be the Highlander. Um, you know, there's a guy on the. I'm I'm friends with like six or seven different Brian Hickeys on Facebook, just That's because cool. there was there was a different uh, Brian Hickey who was uh, a <gasps> very. 
very adamant about us all uh, friending each other. Did you and, meet him uh, in person or did just some no, Ryan? No, on Facebook. Just... And get this, like, I, he probably just didn't realize that he already reached out to me. And I, like, I did it once and I was like, oh, is this, this is just a gag of where we're like, we all have the same name. Like, ah, no thanks. And yeah. defriended him. But then he came back at me a second time. I was like, you persistent son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> all right. He, he's dedicated <laughs> yeah. to the cause. Yeah. yeah. So you got me. You got me, BH. And you know what? He probably hasn't even. Uh, he's probably not aware of this, and I'll, I'll, if he listens to the podcast, I also have a nephew named after me, named Brian Hickey. So you can also uh, find him on really? my family I didn't relatives. Know that. That's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. So would that make him the second? I mean, it's a little bit blurred because he has a different middle name, but uh, I guess in a way. Because you know? I know technically there's a difference between a junior and a second. Not really. I mean, my brother's gonna hate that I said that, but no. No, there's not. Just whatever you want to be called. No, well, well, I'm sure there's a little bit of overlap, but technically there is. I mean, the technical difference is, is that Kevin Hickey Jr. would get pretty pissy if you called him Jr. instead of Kevin Hickey the second. Yes, he is. I was right. Jr. Okay. is used for a baby boy who has the same name as his father, while the second is used for a baby boy is named after a male relative other than his father. Of course, different middle oh, names. Oh, so shit. Did you hear that, big bro? You're <laughs> yeah. a fucking junior. Yeah. You're a fucking junior. My nephew is the second, technically. Yeah. yeah. So, we so yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's going to be so pissed about that. <laughs> but but hey, three men generationally you can't have argue the same with name. the internet. You can't. Yeah, okay, so I guess if there's three, so he he's already let that ship sail. It said when three men generationally yeah. have the same name, like a grandfather, father, and son, two can be used, but junior is usually preferred. Yeah, I feel like someone who is also in my shoes is just like, oh, this is going to piss off my brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what yeah. Wrote that down. Oh, good stuff. All right, well, so did you uh, <laughs> did you did you find um, the yes, uh, it sent you? Okay. All right, so I'll read you what I uh, put into old chat GPT. Uh, please write me the opening scene for the multi-cam sitco, sitcom show, Fact Me, It's Friedel. It's a show centered around two goons who work for an actor-turned-loan shark, Will Friedel, Eric from Boy Meets World. The two goons are played by the actors Brian Hickey and John the Great. Uh, right, so enter. Uh, I'm sorry, enter? Yeah, uh... <laughs> Interior, Friedel's Lone Shark Office. Day. The camera opens to a cluttered, dimly lit office with mismatched furniture and Will Friedel Lone Shark sign on the door. Brian, late 30s, scruffy beard, not possible. And John, <laughs> early 40s, balding with a ponytail, sits at their desk surrounded by stacks of unpaid bills and ominous-looking paperwork. They're dressed in ill-fitting suits that scream amateur criminals. Okay. John, remind me again why we're working for an act you turn loan shark. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you've got student loans and a love for 90 sitcoms, you take what you can get. Suddenly, the door bursts open, and in walks Will Friedel, 40s, charismatic, yet intimidating. He's wearing age. a sharp suit and sunglasses indoors, clearly embracing his new life as a loan shark. I'll be Will Friedel. Okay. Boys, I've got a new assignment for you. We've got a deadbeat client who needs some persuasion. <clears throat> uh, 
Persuasion, Will? You mean like gentle persuasion? Will pulls out a baseball bat from behind his desk and casually twirls it. <laughs> no, boys. Not the gentle kind. The Friedel kind. Brian and John exchange worried glances, realizing that their job is about to get a lot more chaotic. Cue laughter from the live studio audience as we fade out. I think, uh, okay, the part that I had to laugh at was that literally, chat GPT is a great tool, but sometimes it gets things like way too on the nose, where it's just like, You've got student loans and a love for 90 sitcoms. So, so it's literally like you put in there, it's like Loan Shark, this guy from a 90 sitcom. And so Chad GPT's like, hey, boom, right there. <laughs> yep, it's uh, kind of hit the nail on the hammer though, that one for sure. Yeah. So, you know, Will Friedel, if you're hearing this, take a break from your miniatures, uh, prime time, whatever thing you're doing on the YouTube. And uh, let's uh, let's get the show developed. Actually, don't even take a break from whatever the stuff you love. Keep doing you. You seem to have more time on your hands than us. You know, it would be our uh, our pleasure to do this. Our great pleasure. Yeah. Our greatest of pleasures. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so so uh, while we're on the subject of of Wilfred L, did you uh, what was your opinion overall on Trojan War? We kind of just glossed over that. Yeah, I was going to say well, you, we're going to get to it here in a minute, but um, if I had to put it into a word, it would be um, meh. Yeah, I mean it was it was funny. You know, Jennifer Love Hewitt was nice. Uh, here's and, and we'll get to it here in a sec, um, but I feel like it was like um, and. and Interesting enough, it came out. I don't know if they were filming it around the same time, but it came out for Can't Hardly Wait, which has got it's got a lot of. It's obviously both have uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt in it, um, but uh, it even has this, a similar joke uh, like the oh uh, you know, hey uh, you know teen jock character, why don't you put on you know why don't you take a cut? I'm sorry, my girlfriend has already got me wearing one. Like literally, both those jokes are in this film and Can't Hardly Wait. This yeah. one came out a year before, but it's it's very much like the uh, the not as good version of Can't Hardly Wait. I need to watch it. I haven't actually seen that one. That's good. It, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about when you watch this. Yeah. But so also right before we go ahead and get to old uh, um, Trojan War, we uh, I also had ChatGPT write us a, uh, a sketch that I haven't read myself, so this might totally suck ass. Um, for uh, you know, uh, another movie trailer that we can, uh, you know, the precursor for the, you know, if we were going to put a trailer before watching this in a public setting, um, for uh, a movie called, it is titled uh, "Condom Catastrophe." Whoa! Uh, yeah, yeah, and that should also be in your email as well. Um, uh, please write me. This is what I put in the chat GPT. Please write me a comedy sketch of a scene from a movie called Condom Crisis. And this is what it came up with. Condom Catastrophe. But here's where I kind of think it's going to probably suck. Because, you know, chat GPT uh, is very much a PG uh, AI. They're just not going to, you know. And I haven't read it, but I did kind of skim through it. But, like, I think it's just going to be about, um, you know. Condoms? Yeah, like they're overwhelmed with choices, perhaps. Is this going to basically end up being like a 
middle school health video of like. Well, let's find this out. This is a condom. Shall we? Do you want to be? Do you want to be Mike or do you want to be Jessica? <laughs> I'm gonna be Mike. <laughs> I'll let you be Jessica. Should should not have gave you the option. <laughs> yeah. All right. Would you find it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Setting: a convenience store aisle with shelves stocked with a with various items. Two characters: Jessica, an over-the-top drama queen, and Mike, a laid-back and clueless guy, are in the midst of a conversation. Mike, we're in a cut. This is my drama queen voice, by the way. Okay. Mike, we're in a condom crisis. This is a total disaster. What? Condom crisis? Jess, calm down. It's just a box of condoms. Holding a box. Just a box of condoms? Mike, don't you understand the gravity of the situation? We can't just pick any random box. It's a matter of life and death. Well, not death. But you know what I mean. Uh, I still don't get why you're freaking out. Can't we just grab one and go? <gasps> you have no idea, do you? These condoms, Mike, they define our future. They hold the key to our destiny. We can't trust just any brand. What if they're too small or too big? What if they're too tight and cut off the blood circulation? <laughs> Jess, I think you're overthinking this. And what if they break, Mike? What if, in the high heat of the moment, they decide to betray us and rip apart? We'd I, be doomed. I don't think condoms are that rebellious. Oh, yes, they are. Mike, they are. And we can't afford to take that risk. Our future children depend on this decision. Future children, whoa. Slow down there, Jess. Okay, fine. Maybe I'm being a bit theatrical, but seriously, we can't be hasty with this decision. It's a matter of comfort, safety, and maybe even pleasure. Well, I guess I don't want to compromise on any of those things. <laughs> exactly. So let's analyze our options here. We need a brand that's trustworthy, dependable, and, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? How about satisfactory? Yes, that's it. Satisfactory. Now let's check the reviews on these boxes. Make a pros and cons list, and maybe even call in for some Expert opinions. <laughs> You're taking this to a whole new level, Jess. <laughs> That's me, Mike. When it comes to condom crisis management, I don't mess around. All right, let's start the great condom debate then. The scene ends with Jessica and Mike and Gross and reading condom box reviews with shoppers passing by, giving them curious looks. Uh, yeah, that, that could have been a commercial right after that, and then it was like Trojan, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which leads us to the our titular uh, movie here, Trojan War, yeah. a giant advertisement for Trojan condoms. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's actually well done on Trojan's part. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was a more successful movie, probably, you know, well known yeah. part. But I, I, you know, did you did you ever look into it? Like, what has it got like on Rotten Tomatoes? Like, I imagine the critics probably, you know, tore it to pieces. Critic but... scores probably low, but I can see it having an okay audience score. Yeah, you know, I don't especially know if the movie was big enough. May not have that many on there. I don't know. I feel like Will Friedle has a, a a loyal fan base, so probably like you know especially the few that time. Yeah, well, I mean, like there's only a handful of starring, which is still an exceptional, uh, you know, thing to have. But there's only a handful of starring movies for him, so they're all probably like, you know, the fans probably are like, you know, they'd love the fact that he's starring in it. You say that, but no, no critic uh, reviews. Thirty-nine percent audience score, so they did not like it. Ooh. Yeah, that's worse than I would have thought. Yeah, I mean, like I, I didn't think it sucked that bad. Yeah, I didn't I, I hate enjoyed it. it you know? It just, yeah, it, it it was like, you know, like as I said, in a word, it was meh. You know, wasn't the greatest 90s sex com or whatever, you know, like that time uh, certainly just uh, portrayed um, Latinos just spot on. <laughs> then, well, like, they were in L.A., <laughs> L.A. gangs. I don't want to make any wide sweeping generalizations about they, why groups not? of people they as did. a whole. <laughs> they but, did. But, no, I mean, I mean, he he was out late in a bad part of the day, ran into some gangs. I mean, you know, that's the thought it was a fairly comical depiction of a gang. It was, it was, but like, I'm not, yeah, well, uh, all right, I'll speak. Like, it was a very calm, like, I don't think it would have flown as well, but like, as you said. Oh, you wouldn't have got away with it today, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was definitely just a comical depiction. It was, Mm -hmm. this movie, let's just put it in that fact, like, this movie was not taking itself seriously. No, 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 no. It was not that kind of movie, though. Now, maybe it's also the fact that we're watching it 26 years later, which is mind-blowing, and, uh. But nice. some of that, like, I saw it coming right away when when I was like, oh, it's going to turn out Jennifer Love Hewitt's actually in love with him. It's like, okay, that was. Yeah, that was honestly coming from most, a mile away. Yeah. The most unbelievable part of this right. whole movie is that like, oh, because you wore a leather jacket and, and said weird vocabulary words so that she wasn't, you know, supposed to be found as an attractive, you know, woman in this in this film. Yeah, well, movies do that all She's the time. Girly- oh, dude, like, well, I put this down Where here. Where they just take like, beautiful women and be like, oh, well, she's not attractive. Or yeah. She's not a girly girl or whatever, you know? She is the antithesis of um, Cecily Strong when she was on SNL. She had a character that would go on Weekend Update every once in a while and uh, was like the girl from every, you know, uh, male-driven romantic comedy, the girl who was a friend in every male-driven romantic comedy. And you know, all she's, you know, she's just wearing glasses, a ponytail, and a, and a, and a, you know, a fucking basketball jersey or something like that. And then, like, you know, she obviously the cliche of takes off her glasses and and ponytail. And like, whoa, I never really noticed you before. Yeah, well, that's like uh, she's yeah. all that. Basically, they yeah, yeah, yeah take her hair out of a ponytail, take her glasses yeah. off of her, and then it's like you never, yeah, you never saw me as the pony, the hair, like the ponytail and glasses. Girl. Don't forget about the panda covered overalls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. You never noticed that either. Uh, <laughs> t- t- <laughs> not another teen movie spoofed that perfectly. It's so, it's like when she comes in, literally all she does is take the glasses off and like yeah. my work is done. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a yeah. miracle worker. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's so great, man. Yeah. And this movie has its moments as well. Um, but there's also like some references in here that like 
are just so of the 90s and like it's a little bit even before our time where like i think it's j love hewitt's character who says something or i don't remember but like they go they say like they make a reference to um i don't remember what it was maybe i should rewatch it again right before doing this but like she goes like who am i michelle high like i have no idea who the fuck you're talking about who's michelle high I don't yeah. remember that line either. I should have rewatched it too. I'm. What was she saying it to? What was going on when she said that? Uh, I think it was they were reenacting what Will Friedel is going to do with uh, the uh, character, the girl that he's uh, going after. You know, like what's he going to say? Yeah, I don't remember that either. But I'm sure it was somebody. It was probably relatively relevant at the time. You know? Yeah. Relatively relevant. That's that's a good. You heard me. And yeah. so, uh, <laughs> yeah. But now I do think it was funny. I guess uh, him and Jennifer Love Hewitt actually dated for a while around this time, because nice. around, around this time, actually, after I think it was 1998, she uh, guest started one episode of Boy Meets World. Nice. Yeah, and where he was into her and stuff. Yeah. Have to say she was. I mean, she still is good looking. If you see her now, oh, it's like I, yeah. I have on here that uh, literally no one else on this planet ages like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, like she's older than us in this film, but yet somehow I don't know how time works, but we are older than she is now. You know what I mean? Like if we were to be compared side by side to what Jennifer Love Hewitt looks like today, we look like we're five years older than her. Yeah, yeah. She she looks great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I could see that. I get, but what you're saying though, like, I wouldn't say she was supposed to have been portrayed as unattractive though. She was just supposed to be that kind of. Uh, well, like she complained about the other girl being a girly girl, so she exactly was just supposed that, to be yeah. that kind of like didn't care and you know. Here's some of the uh, vocabulary her character uses in in the movie, which is just like so. Just like okay, we get it. She's supposed to be an off put, like have an off putting vocabulary. Which, again, not another team movie nails perfectly. And that, like, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm an outcast or whatever, you know, because I use weird words. Um, you know, oh, she refers to the other girl, uh, and like, or, you know, wouldn't you want to be with a, another dialectical being? She uses the word chattel, jejun. And uh, yeah, so I read it. Who are we trying to impress here in this teen comedy? Well, I think it was supposed to that didn't stick out to me as much. I think it's just supposed to signify that she's kind of one of those people like she's obviously supposed to be fairly intelligent. Yeah. You know, we all knew somebody like that that thought, oh, my goodness, like every fad was dumb and all these people are stupid. And like, you know, yeah, like, you know, every, their their IQ was dumb. And so I can see why, I, like, I why are you into yeah. this girl that's dumb and like doesn't like. So obviously she's got a large vocabulary, you know. I haven't thought about this chick in years, but there's definitely one girl that we went to um, uh, high school with that comes to mind. Um, and I won't say her name because I don't know, if, like, uh, I don't remember exactly her last name, but uh, the initials were CP. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. I thought you might. If, if uh, I, I actually uh, didn't have a problem with her. I kept up. I know. Hey, after well, school. Yeah. stop putting me out to be a goddamn bad guy. I'm not saying I had a problem with this person. <laughs> yeah. Fucking digging me in a hole, John. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? I actually didn't have a problem. I didn't say hey, I we didn't say your name, so it doesn't matter. I never. Okay. Well, 
just to clarify, this CP person, I did not have a fucking problem with, John. I'm just saying she reminded me very much of this character. From okay, this that's movie. fair enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jesus Christ, man, you do this shit all the time. Like anytime we like in a less, you know, version a lesser version that doesn't really matter so much. But anytime we talk, you know, we talk about the Fast and Furious movies or whatever, or Stallone, you're like, oh well, I didn't have a problem with it. I don't have a fucking problem with them either. I'm just talking shit. I'm just, you know, we're just talking. Jesus. Well, I'm going to find a different way to say it then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fast and the Furious movies, I mainly agree with you, but no, I'll, I'll stick up for Stallone. I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm, like him. I'm not saying negative things about him. I'm just making observations. <laughs> And giving my opinion, which, by the way, is all a goddamn podcast is, you yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> trying to make me out like a storybook villain. <laughs> because I have a point of view. Well, we'll think about that next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll be on my toes when talking with my best friend in yeah. thoughtless conversations. <laughs> yeah, about something as pointless as old movies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, but there's a lot of great uh, actors that make little small cameos in here that you're like, oh shit, I didn't realize yeah. you were in this, especially because it's been years since I've watched it. Uh, as you said, it's been it's a movie that's 26 years old now. Holy shit. Um, but uh, you know, uh, Anthony Michael Hall pops up in here. I missed that. Okay. I didn't, Dude, I didn't I, like it, it. It took me a minute to like. He looks so vastly different with brown hair. But he's the bus driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, kind of like, is this a, a like a pass the torch moment? Because it's ninety seven. You know, he's still relatively young. He's probably like probably our age, if not younger. You know, playing the bus driver. Oh, the, the bus driver that kept freaking out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but he was so great in that man. He was a maniacal, very maniacal. But yeah, I was wondering if like, is this a cameo kind of like pass the torch moment of like, you know, this is uh, Will Friedel is going to be the the nineties version of what I was to the eighties, you know? Yeah. But he's, he's in there. Trejo makes a, a small appearance. Okay. And it looks like early it, Trejo. Yeah. Look in the bar they're in. It kind of like, uh, resembles very much like the bar from dust till dawn. It's like, what did they just borrow the set for a day? They may have, <laughs> uh, which no, I don't think they did. Cause it was probably filmed in, uh, Texas, but, um, Oh, also fun little tidbit for you. Danny Trejo, who is, as far as I know, still is and has been sober for a very long time, like probably decades now, um, owns a bar out here uh, off a of sunset, I believe, called Trejo's. So nice. I was like, yeah. And I was just wondering, like, and I wonder how long that bar has been around. Like, maybe they filmed Trejo's part at Trejo's, but I doubt it. So, yeah, Trejo's in here. Who else we have? Um, Probably didn't own the bar back when that was made. No, because, I mean, he was still making his way through. He was still just, you know, uh, well, he had a couple lines in here, you know. But, uh, yeah, he was still a guy who was just kind of, you know, reappearing in early Robert Rodriguez films. Yeah. Um, and uh, we also have, um, who else do we have here? We got, I just saw it, and now I can't. Oh, um, the... The guy from uh, the Warriors, Mr. Warriors, come out and play himself. And also the, um, I can't remember his uh, character name in Commando, but he's the the second guy, I guess, 
to uh, to die in Commando, who gets dropped from a bridge by Arnold Schwarzenegger by the, by the oh that dude yeah 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 he's the homeless guy in here the the dude that played the bully uh, the the guy that the other girl was dating and was trying to right. use him to make jealous I can't uh, I, I know I've seen that guy in other stuff same here yeah same here he's a, yeah. he's a character actor as well he's still doing stuff today yeah oh which by the way um yeah talk about product placement. Um, you see on the dashboard of his his car is obviously like it's uh, on the dash of his car when they're, you know, they're driving um, and, you know, just talking about what's going on in the film. You know, they cut to his character and his his buddies and his car on the dash is just a box of condoms and a box of Slim Jims. And what a oh, yeah. what a what a perfect combination. I think if this was around that time when movies were just going crazy with product placement. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, it only would have been perfect if it was, uh, you know, um, Randy Savage came in like, snap a oh, condom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap a condom. Snap it to a slim gym. Yeah. Um, and then also that brings me to um, the actor who we, we still haven't figured out his name, but uh, the guy who plays Kyle. His, you know, I thought about it after a while. Um, I'm like, I think he's actually the protagonist of this film. And this, this is a horror film. Because if you think about it, his character, though, yes, portrayed quite douchey in the film, really hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah, that was his girlfriend. And, like, obviously he's going to be upset of, like, why are you, like, with this other dude? Yeah. Like- yeah. And so I, I wrote down, like, I'm pretty sure this is his, like, this story is actually his perpetual hell that he has to revisit every day. Because everyone is against him in this film. <laughs> and like, like, cause again, back to that same scene in the car where he's just kind of like, you know, con- consoling himself with his friends. They're like, yeah, no, you are getting soft, man. Like, he's like, God damn, I'm just trying just to kick him while he's down. Yeah, I'm just like, trying yeah. to talk about what's going on. They're like, yeah, no, you are acting like a total puss, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, and like, none of, yeah, they're just like, no one's really, uh, and what's really feeling, I feel for you, Kyle. I feel for you. And yeah. then also, of course, at the end of the film, uh, Kyle's junk is mutilated at the house party. And everyone laughs, breaks out and laughing. Like, ha, 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 ha. Dude, like, I what? was thinking that, too. I was yeah. like, dude, like, dog yeah. bites? Like, yeah. Especially, what was that, like a German shepherd? Like, that can, they yeah. like some serious damage. Like, Yeah, he's he definitely lost a ball and or penis. Yeah, and he may not be able to have kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah mutilated his junk and that yeah. is not yeah that is not on the equal playing field of what i think he gave a old, old willie boy friedel one punch yeah <laughs> like that's not the same yeah yeah like a, a lifetime of mutilated junk because you punched the guy who your girlfriend's cuckolding yeah, you with you kind of had reason to in the first place yeah <laughs> jason marsden was briefly in there he's done quite a bit with uh with what's his name? With uh, Will Friedel. Will Friedel, thank you. Yeah, well, I was just watching uh, another podcast that he did, um, and he was like, yeah, apparently they're best buds. Who is uh, Jason Marsden? Uh, you would recognize his face, I know. only his voice. Uh, he's, definitely he does a lot of voice acting now, too. He was in season, like... Uh, is he in the movie? Oh, uh, I'm trying to remember. I remember recognizing what was what was the character's name here. He's uh, not. He's not one of the buds. He's not. Um, oh, what's Josh. This? He's not Danny Masterson, or the other guy. No, no, no. 
Josh. Who's Josh? I don't know. I'm trying to remember who it was. But he's another high school kid in the movie. Yeah. I don't know. But I also have. Oh, Brooke is the name of the main girl that he's going after. Oh no, you're right. I got it wrong. He was. He was the dude that uh, Danny Masterson was trying to train to like get chicks or whatever. Oh, that is okay. Yeah. Okay. What else is he like known for then? Because I definitely, I was like, I recognize that guy from something, but I couldn't really place it. The main thing that I recognize him from is his voice. He was the voice of a uh, Max in a Goofy movie. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and uh, he also played. I could hear it now. Yeah. Eric's best friend in like uh, parts of season one and throughout most of season two of Boy Meets World, where he yes. played the character Jason Marsden. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, he was like, I guess he's the only character in there who just like they were just like, you know what? Just let him, Jason, you just be you. Yeah. They just let him have his name. That's interesting. Um. So, yeah. Who else? What else did I have here? Oh, um, Brooke's buddy is um that she uh gets a phone call from, and uh like she's like this this poor girl looking at it as a as a thirty four soon to be a thirty five year old man I'm just like oh no she is doomed to be an alcoholic because <laughs> um Brooke's friend calls her on the phone and the first question Brooke asks and she goes and calls her and goes like are you going to um oh uh Kitty Ashton's party. And Brooke responds with, well, who's going to be there? And the, the girl's answer is, cakes, lots of them. Yeah. Like, like, oh, oh, God. Like, just, <laughs> that's, well, I, can I get that it's a teen yeah. film. I'm yeah. taking it so goddamn seriously. I'm putting on a, you're killing the bit, John. Well, I'm trying to talk about the movie. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're talking about the movie. So I'm trying to, you know. But I know, like, but like, in the real world, obviously a red flag of like, who's going to be there? Cakes, lots of them. I'm going to get blackout drunk. <laughs> Revisit that girl 20 years down the road. She is definitely, hope God willing, taking a chip in a meeting. You never know. <laughs> or she ended up marrying somebody like Kyle and, you know. Uh, yeah. And then is obviously getting, you know, impregnated by somebody else because his junk is done for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. This day and age, maybe, well, that was back then, but. Technology's been around around a while. Maybe they could do like uh, in vitro or something. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, depends well, you... on if most of the damage was to uh, it, it, it was to his sack or to uh, the penis itself. If it's just to the penis, then yeah, they could probably in vitro. Oh my god! I just realized this would have been a perfect little you know uh, joke they could have done in there with. Um, you have the fucking six million dollar man in there playing a cop, and Kyle's got mutilated junk, or whatever. And they're like, "Oh my god!" They, what they should have done is like, "Oh god, is he ever going to be the same?" You should have just had fucking Lee Majors come in there. We can rebuild them. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like better, yeah, faster, stronger. <laughs> and then it's of course obviously you got to do like a whole montage of Kyle's dick just getting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it would have been so good. Kyle, the $6 million cock. Nice. For sure, they've definitely... That's the spinoff. They for sure have done a parody of that, right? And a I'm sure. If you search yeah. the internet somewhere, I'm sure it's there. Yeah, uh, I don't feel like, uh, you know, tainting the old browser with that. 
Oh, um, oh, and like the yeah, the character names in here are like so goofy. Um, again, I, I kind of wish I got I took another viewing of this before because I can't remember what this is in reference to, but I, but I, apparently there was a character in here named Becky Chubb. Okay, it's like I just wrote down Becky Chubb. Sounds sexy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is she gonna be at the party? Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be with kegs, lots of them. Overall, though, I thought it was a, I mean, it is what it is. Like, you're not watching to see, uh, oh, yeah, the well, Oscar movie of the year, back, you know. Going back and watching it now, obviously, you're watching it through the, the lens of, like, you know that it wasn't, you know, obviously, it wasn't a very popular film. I mean, you know, it's hard to find. It's, uh, you know, Will Friedle is not known as like the teens and like the teen movie sensation or whatever. You know, he's not yeah, general that we all hoped he would become. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he seems to be doing great. He's doing a lot of uh, voiceover stuff. Which, by the way, I didn't have a chance to look into it. Is he the voice of of Batman in Batman Begins? Batman Beyond. Yes, he is. Terry McGinnis. Okay, that's awesome. See, I didn't yeah. know that. That's fucking great. Um. See, that's why if they, I know a lot of people talk about they should do a Batman Beyond, like a live action, a futuristic Batman to do that. He's getting a bit old to do that now, but uh, it'd be cool to have him in there somewhere. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Well, he's such a versatile actor. He can do anything, you know? Oh, uh, there is a, uh, again, back to uh, just being spot on on, uh, well, no, this is actually, isn't, doesn't even make sense, um, but uh you know, the portrayal of uh, what, um, you know, these, uh, um, if you will, his parents are a bit hoity-toity, you yeah. know, out of touch. Um, and I, his mom calls, uh, or, you know, she sees him stealing a golf cart or whatever the hell the thing is and, you know, thinks he's one of those um, uh, crack-tagging bangers, I think is the phrase she uses here. So, you know. I, I thought this would be great um, lyrics for a song. And feel free to join in with me. Um, but uh, been spending most of our lives living in a crack tag and bangers paradise. Lee Major patrols our vice living in a crack tag and bangers paradise. Not sure it has the same amount of syllables, but I think you're on. Yeah, I was going to say, I yeah. just noticed that as I did it. Yeah. You know? It was uh, maybe if it was just a crack taggers paradise. Yeah. Yeah, that would fit. But a crack tagging pink crack tagging bangers. That's what a phrase. It was a good Technically joke. crack taggers has one more syllable, but I think you can make it work. I think it it's enough. Because the way he kind of pronounces it, I think you can fit it in. Yeah. Well, we should have consulted beforehand. Yeah. Oh, and like they cut to it later of like um, you know, obviously the uh janitor who uh is like a big fan of karate films or whatever comes at him you know and does karate stuff yeah out of the school but then they go back to him later and you know i I tried to take as much notes as i could without pausing it too much but did i miss a scene where he uh well where will friedel uh gets a bucket put on top of the janitor's head because they just cut it up there it's very subtle when he, he like throws him over that counter or whatever and he crashes into the all that stuff well, the guy's running at him with something, and he like just picks up that bucket, and you just see the camera like go into the bucket. Oh, uh, like, okay. Uh, okay. So, so yeah, it's not yeah. super obvious. 
because in the because then it cuts and the next scene is him like walking down the street all like dirty and his clothes tore up and stuff yeah yeah. and and because i remember thinking like oh i guess uh he got out of there all right cool all right i guess he let him go and it's not until later you see them trying to pull the bucket off the guy's head that you realize oh okay i I don't even i i must have been taking notes through that chuck i didn't even notice that yeah um but yeah you know as as we mentioned oh and uh here's one last thing i have um best adr line of the movie that's right out the gate um is you know will friedel's character is having a, a a fantasy about brooke in the beginning of the movie and you know they uh like they really got to sell the joke home that he's got a boner i mean like they literally you know he he crosses his legs he can't get up from his desk they they cut to a, a crotch shot yeah, and I guess that doesn't even sell the joke enough. So there's an 80 yard line in there. It's <laughs> just off in the distance, you know, which is always great about an 80 yard line is like there's no point of reference to who the character is. It's just supposed to be some random kid in the class. Just dude's got untimely wood. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> <it's>, <laughs> like, no, we got that's- it. Yeah, that's what we literally those, like, just cut well, from a shot of his fucking pants. Like, yeah, and not to cut. mention the demographic this movie's being made for. Believe me, yeah. they're gonna understand. Yeah, I just literally, they're like, there's got there was some producer on the editing bay, like, I just don't know if we really, really taking this joke all the way home. I got it. Let me let me get in the booth real quick. That sounds like one of those two where they yeah. just thought that was a funny <laughs> line, so they're like, all right, let's fit it in. <laughs> they're not. They're not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Chuck, I was like, okay, <laughs> like this is like you know just really beating the shit of a joke to, to death. Like, Dude's got untimely wood. Might as yeah. well just like, he's got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, you know the joke. It's, I mean the uh, the movie is again, it's fine. It's not. Uh, I wish it could have been more for for him, you know, as an actor. And I thought he did great. I thought all the actors did fine. I think the um, the movie itself kind of plays like a uh, like a thirteen year old who did coke for the first time. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like there's some editing transitions that are just like, you know, it's almost uh, uh, there's a lot of ramping speed in this in this film. You know what I mean? This is like Benny Hill in the '90s on coke. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I get what you mean. Yeah. So, which is no fault of the actors, or, or like again, there's so many. At this level of movie making, filmmaking, like there's so many um, people that have their say in it. Like, so who knows where, you know, that may not even be on the filmmaker. That could have been a note from the studio or, you know, whatever. So it's fine. It's a fine film, you know. I'm, and I would even probably go back to rewatch it again if I wanted to just kind of get a sense of what Will Friedel was like at that time. I could definitely see that. And maybe it's also because it was an era when we were kids and growing up. I, I, I have lately been getting a real sense of nostalgia for the 90s. I mean, yeah. always have, but especially lately for some reason. And, but there was, and, uh, and to put that point too, is like there was also a, like a, that was a thing of the 90s too. There was a lot of ramping speed, kind of Benny Hill and Coke. Yeah. Uh, of that time because i went back and watched um a few years back i i, I decided to give uh the big green a rewatch nice <laughs> not worth it no it's a lot of a lot of ramping speed a lot of 90s tropes in there that just didn't age well i don't know it's like that and good burger i went back and you know i was just like oh this is like of course i was 10 and i enjoyed this when i was 10 i was a dumbass <laughs> but like it like yeah. 
as a grown man, it's not the same. Which, by the way, I you know, know they're making a ten when it came out. No, yeah, they're making a fucking good burger too. Good luck. I don't know who the audience is going to be. Yeah, me neither. I don't know, man. Like, well, the, like all these, par- and I think it is a Paramount Plus, you know, movie or whatever. Like, they're making so many of these like Nickelodeon shows into like you know TV movies now or whatever. Like, again, after our time, I think like the whatever uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney Spears' little uh, sister. Like, I think they made like a TV movie or or another series. I, I haven't checked it out. I just noticed it was on Paramount Plus of like I think it's Zoe One Hundred Two. Oh yeah, they rebooted that. Uh, and then they have the yeah iCarly or whatever, and that got a reboot. Yeah. So I guess they're looking. They're trying to feed that nostalgia audience, but like it's just like I don't know, man. Like iCarly is like a different generation, though. Like we, that's what I'm saying. That's so, like after that, us. Well, so is the Zoe One Hundred One. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I remember my cousin who, when she was like 11, and so this was like right after he graduated high school. So I was like 18, 19. She was like 11 and her really being into iCarly. Yeah. Just, uh, it's after our time, but, uh, yeah. But well, yeah, uh, to, to summarize, it's an okay movie. You know, it's not, it's certainly not a so bad it's good film, you know, where it's just a lot of crazy scenes where it's like, how the fuck did they like film this and think like, this is going to be great. There's not a lot of that. It's just kind of like, it just feels of the time, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, the only thing well, that the only thing that is outright goofy to me is trying to portray Jennifer Love Jennifer Love Hewitt as not like the most attractive woman in this fucking film. They did. I mean, we already talked about this, but they did that a lot back then. You still see that in movies now. Like, yeah, it's not even a movie, but you'll have ones like half of Taylor Swift's earlier stuff of her talking about like the boys don't like me. He wants to date the cheerleaders is like, okay, you never had this problem. Like, like you're really hot. You're you. And you know (laughs) it. I'm not going to sit here and believe that you don't know how hot you are. Like, you know, like, come on. This is what the, the friend character should have been to Jennifer Love Hewitt in this film is like, even though like, like we get it. You like, you have a really a quirky vocabulary, but you get that you're hot, right? Like you're really, really hot. You're not fooling anybody. Like that should have been Jason Marsden's character. It's just like, we know you're a smoke show. <laughs> like, she was hot, but I get that she was just uh, but like re- literally all she rebellious. Take, like she, she took didn't... off her yeah. Which again, it's like I guess you know you're a horned up teenage boy, so any layer of skin probably would have done it. But I'm just like, all she did was basically take off her leather jacket. Like oh my, and then Jason Marsden yeah. and, and Danny Masters were like, oh my god, shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, like you said, teenage boy, heck, I'm not even going to lie. Guys our age, you still just, whoa, ankle. All right. Yeah. You know, but um, uh, yeah, I I get that she was supposed to be portrayed as like, uh, you know, the, like tomboyish, I guess. Right. For like, that's the word I've been looking for. And so the first time they see her actually like dressing like a girl, you know, they're like, whoa, holy crap. So, yeah, it just I don't it, get it. Is of, it's yeah. So, again, it's just of the time. It's a fine film. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add to it? No, no. The only thing I was going to say that stuck out to me, which I already covered, was like within the first like seven minutes of the film, I already knew, oh, it's going to turn out she's in love with him. But Yeah, but I feel like every every film, like or every yeah film this genre is like, it's it's definitely, it's got a cookie. Well, cut. that also brings brings me back to the question of like, we see that now. And again, we're watching it 26 years later. And we think like, like, okay, like saw, see, saw that coming, you know what? It, but, 
and it seems corny, but it's kind of the same thing as like when you go and watch old action movies from the 80 and they seem corny and or like very like very stereotypical like like they've got all these action movie tropes and it's like but at the time was that new and fresh like did people feel that way when they watched it then you know and well, my point being is i think they went there to see that like yes you expected it but it's not like i wasn't going there for the surprise i was going there to see that to see that and, yeah you yeah. that's what you want to see yeah yeah so i don't think so yeah that makes sense you know yeah. obviously the movies were doing it because there was they, it was working it was a popular uh Plot still works for movies at the time. Yeah. 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 They're putting subtle twists on it, but it's still the same recipe, you know? Yeah. Same recipe. I guess the, nowadays they try to veil different, it a little more. Of course, yeah, it depends on the type of movie you're watching. This wasn't exactly a thinker. So they could just be like, okay, it's, we don't, we don't yeah. have to, we don't have to hide it. The point of the movie is that she's going to secretly like him. Yeah. I mean, like all, all the new spin is now is like this to take literally. I mean, I haven't seen it, but um, there's the the character from Cobra Kai or whatever, um, and we won't say his nickname. But uh, um, like they they remade essentially, uh, uh, she's all that, and he's the star of it, and it's just called He's All That. I saw that. I haven't bothered to watch. I was like, Pfft. no, you didn't. You didn't get have a have a have <laughs> a girls' night. I was gonna say of like watching. And by girls night, I mean a Friday night of watching, getting drunk and watching Girl Meets World. You didn't do that with He's All That? No, I didn't. You didn't <laughs> follow it up? That's, Girl Meets was... World at least had the nostalgia factor going for it. This didn't, well, I guess it kind of did because of She's All That, but not in the same way. Yeah, not in the same way for you. This just looked like a cheap, like, okay, but a it, stunt. It was a favor, though. Next time you feel like having a girls night. A girl meets world night, and you you want to go back? You get a hankering for watching the follow that up with the he's all that. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm not gonna say. I mean, don't hold your breath, but it, but 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 your chances will probably never be greater than right now while I'm watching Boy Meets World. Because yeah. if nothing else, just because the one thing Girl Meets World did well was they got quite a bit of original characters back. At least for at least for like an episode or two. Not many of them as regulars, but. Like I know Jonathan Turner shows up in a handful of episodes. Eric's in a few. Sean's in a few. Mr. Feeney's in a few. So yeah, yeah. Which again, that's it's a it's a nostalgia cash grab. All these like yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. I've already decided it's terrible because it is. And I even <laughs> sent you the Rotten Tomato uh, stuff to prove it. Yeah. Uh, well, all that does is prove that it's worse than Boy Meets World. Honestly, I'm surprised it was rated as high as 86%. But again, like what teenage girls are using Rotten Tomatoes? Like, yeah. you know, all, all the people rating it are <laughs> mid-30s dudes like you that are like, this isn't Boy Meets World. Well, then I, if so, I, I then wasted I'm even a drunk more Friday confused, night. Still... I wasted my whole drunk Friday night watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll stand by that. I don't care. And all they did was but, talk about girl shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my complaint. I mean, I mean that is a, a factor in that. Obviously, I think it's it's geared more towards a female crowd. But yeah. I just uh, don't think it's it's near. We're that away. The girl meeting the world. <laughs> no, like like it's just so much more corny. <laughs> like like if you were to take the goofiest, like corniest. Mm, moments from boy meets world it's like that all the time and yeah well it i think it originally aired on disney on the disney channel though too so it's it also did. Like, it's Whereas also boy meets world rating. was abc yeah. yeah yeah so they had different production yeah 
Well, different, granted, ABC is a Disney-owned property, but still. Different production, but also, like, different standards of what they could say on their programming. Well, Which Blaine I mean, World was part of the TGIF lineup, so it was it was made with a different vision, if you will. Like, it was say, in there with, like, home improvement and, you know, various well, other things. It's still a very family-friendly show for the most part, but also it's, like, not as geared for 14-year-old girls as, you know, stuff on the Disney Channel. Like, like it's just like Girl Meets World is just so like. I don't think there was ever a, a like, promo they cut with uh, Ryder Strong and uh, Ben Savage. <laughs> like, hey, want to get drunk on a Friday night? Let's watch. No, but Boy Meets World did have some episodes about Sean struggling with alcohol. So, yeah, I don't think you ever got anything quite that. I mean, Girl Meets World, I'm sure, did stuff where they taught lessons and all, okay. but I don't think they did it as a. Edgy, for lack of a better word. How many seasons did that show do? Girl Meets World 3. Which is probably, I was actually just hearing Will Friedel uh, relate to this about Kim Possible, that uh, Disney Channel did a, I kind of had a hard rule of uh, 65 episodes and out, which sounds like about three seasons. Oh. Uh, so, and Kim Possible was an exception, I guess, because a bunch of people wrote in that they wanted to see a fourth season, so they got more. I imagine that's. I mean, I I can understand from a business perspective, Disney Channel's philosophy. Do it because usually after about three, four seasons max, it's starting to kind of. Well, you want to feel even older? I don't even think Disney Channel exists anymore. Pretty sure it does. It's just. Well, maybe if it does, it's like I was hearing again, hearing them talk about it on other on their podcast that he he and um, uh, older sister from even Stevens do together or. Kim Possible from Kim Possible, uh, Christy Carlson Romano. Um, like it's it's certainly uh, not the same kind of ve- like vehicle for because everything's on streaming now. You know, you, you, yeah, you can, I'm sure that's what they're Disney Plus. So yeah, I doubt they they're Disney gonna do is what she was saying is like yeah. Rather well, because before make- Disney Channel, they'd have all their like. There's tons of Disney Channel original movies, all this kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure anything they're making like that now, they're gearing for the Disney. Why do you know that? Yeah, I don't know that. Uh, so maybe that's it. I, I you, we would have to look into that, but I don't really feel like doing it. But like, uh, maybe they're not making new. Maybe the Disney Channel itself exists, but maybe they're not making new content for it. Like, if so, it's living on borrowed time. Of course, cable yeah. is kind of living on borrowed time anyway. Because I, I, in my opinion, I think the only thing really keeping cable alive has been sports deals. You know, because. Sports yeah. is obviously a massive business. Like people spend billions of dollars a year on sports, uh, or they generate billions streaming. of dollars a year. But the, that's starting to wane. There's so many more streaming platforms that are starting to show games now. Like yeah. I know uh, the UFC is with ESPN, and I want to say that's actually shown on ESPN Plus. So you got to get the streaming platform. So it's like, why do you need the cable channel? Like, why indeed? Why yeah. indeed? Well, anyways, guess what? Season two finale, bitches. Or is this one going to be episode double X? I think it is. Well, I already kind of made um, social media. uh, I was going to call this one uh, willing ourselves to a Friday finale or something along those lines. Willing a Friday finale. And uh, if you're going to be a son of a bitch about it, I might have to go back and redo the uh, posters. Uh, well, just see what AKA I double X. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can be episode double X and then subtitle or whatever, or vice versa, that or episode double X. You know? Yeah. 
And I'm sure mainly you're... I'm trying to keep this going. I'll be honest with you. So that way next season finale, I can end with episode triple X. Nice. We could still do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't a, it wasn't a very thinly veiled <laughs> pun you were fucking doing there. I could count, John. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Uh, this has been our double X. Yeah. And here, here's to triple X coming uh, in, in the future. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Let the uh, countdown begin. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, we're going to take some time off. We'll come back and do a, uh, you want to do a Halloween special? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then we'll do the right. Christmas one. That's right. We'll have another two maybe, bonus episodes. We can maybe do a couple around Christmas. We can do the Christmas action movies and Christmas movies. I don't know. We'll we'll have to feel all that out. We'll feel it I don't out. want we'll I don't want to promise anything too soon. Exactly. All yeah. Right. All right. All right. Well, I gotta get shit done. All right. All right. I'll catch you later. How about that for a season two finale, dear listener? Yes, we talked about the War of the Trojan, the Wilfriedale, the animation of things he was in that were animated. And we ourselves, in doing so, became quite animated. Yes, as we have done so on previous episodes of this podcast, and will continue to do so in the future. We thank you once again for tuning in, and we so, so do look forward to you joining us in our next season. That would be season three. Or as John would like to call our next season finale, Triple X. So stay tuned for that. The only way you can properly experience that is to witness every episode leading up to that, which I guess now we're calling this episode Double X, because John had himself a last-minute thought, even though I already made little social media posters. And, you know, put them in the file where he could see them that I've already titled this episode. But hey, guy wants to make an X pun. God forbid we forget one X, dear listener. And old bright guy has to go back to Photoshop and start making other documents. Which he's fine with. Look at me and all the free time I have to make last minute changes. This is... The sound of a man who's so excited to be making last-minute changes, dear listener. (sighs) I have to learn how to meditate. Perhaps that's something I'll do in the future as well. But in the meantime, we're going to keep doing our thing. We're going to keep on watching some movies, going the old ChatGPT to help write some goofy sketched up ideas or movie trailers for us, we're just gonna have ourselves a silly billy of a time. Call us some silly billies. But don't you go calling us hillbillies. Because though we are from small towns, not many hills were located near there. But I digress. As we will continue to bring this show 
and we would look forward to having you along for the ride. And please do tune in in the upcoming months as we will be having at least, well, certainly one, most likely two, but maybe even a third bonus episode for this season. And then coming back in the new year to bring you our epic season three, the golden years of the Big Boys podcast. And in gold it shall be showering upon you, dear listener. Ah, what a shower of gold it shall be. And in closing, as always, I'd like to say, Como se llama hermana? Lo siento, Pelabento. Good night, oh my North Texans. And sweet dreams are my fellow Angelinos. And to everyone in between, you know what I mean. Have a great day, a great night, a great evening, a great flight. Make sure that wherever you are, you make it out of sight. For this has been another episode of the Big Boys Podcast. In another season of the X's of a season finale, double X of the Big Boys Podcast. is a podcast produced by Not So Funny or Proud Productions. The team consists of co-hosts, co-producers, and co-editors Brian Hickey and John Sorrells, better known as John the Great. For more information about the duo or this show, please visit us at bigboyspodspot.com or feel free to take a gander at our production page, notsofunnyorproud.com. Look us up on social media and follow us at Big Boys Podspot. New episodes drop every Thursday on every popular podcast hosting platform known to man. So please be sure to like, subscribe, vibe, describe, contrive, confide, collide, abide, preside, tell your tribe, and most importantly, do prescribe. Me and Elixir for talking at the side of my neck.